There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. After the apocalypse, a story of pandemic survival. Season one. Episode one. The Old Man. The afternoon sun slanted warm across the river's surface. The water was high from the recent rains, and a muddy hue swirled in the shallows. Early mayflies prickled the surface here and there, and lazy ripples hinted of fish and dorsal fins. A cottonwood tree trailed its branches into the flow, creating a rip in the otherwise placid waters. In the low hiss of water sounds, a man cleared his throat. How long you been here? the teenager asked. Near an old shed by the water, an old man leaned back, cleared his throat again, pulled aside the protective gauze of his mask and spat. A week or so now. He eyed the younger soul with a mix of weariness and caution. The boy continued, leaning back onto a fallen tree, feigning disinterest, looking carefully sideways at the old man with shaded eyes. You must have seen a lot in your time. What did you do before? You know, before it happened? For the boy knew that the older ones liked to talk about the before times. Maybe he could get this surly old one off his guard. Yeah, I did. I was there. The old man relaxed a bit and readjusted the weight of his wiry frame like a gymnast limbering up. I was up north when it began. I worked my way down here where it's warmer. When the first wave hit, it got pretty weird, he continued. Once the system got pushed beyond its limits, things got bad fast. He eyed the boy and gestured with a shrug to a partially collapsed, burnt-out building, tipping into the river a few kilometers downstream. A lot of people died. He finished as if to say, That's all I have to say. But the boy wouldn't let it rest and pulled the thread. I heard up north there was the dying, and those that was left in the cities took to killing each other. The old man shrugged. Once the supply chain broke down, it was a zero-sum game. Take a place like New York City. You had 
20 to 30,000 people per square mile and no way to keep them fed, starving, dying people. Don't act reasonably. He looked out over the water and sorted itself out. The boy looked over the man's shoulder, eye in the shed, and then back at the man himself. What did you do back before, mister? A sharp look. It doesn't matter, boy. I was fast and smart enough to make it out into the country and stay alive. He covered a hundred hard miles that first day and got out of the trouble. Those that couldn't run stayed and died. We ran and lived. His eyes clouded over with the faces of ghosts. The boy adjusted his dirty mask and casually moved his hand towards the hilt of his machete, as if brushing off a bit of dirt. You got anything to trade, mister? The old man noted the boy's movements and squared himself. I have some dried fish and squirrel, plus some sweet marsh plant that makes a pretty good stew. I'll feed you, kid. I have what I need here, but I'm not looking for company. I won't say no to a meal, mister. You've got a pretty good setup here. I survive. Thanks, mister. Let me cut some wood for a fire, the boy said, smiling unsheathing his big blade and shouldering his way casually forward. The old man rolled quickly over the log he was seated on. Landing on his feet, he took off running along the sandy shingle of the river. "'Come back here, you son of a bitch!' yelled the teenager, taken off in pursuit. But the old man already had a twenty-five-foot lead and was racing ahead. The old man settled into a hard pace, his homemade sandals biting firmly into the soft mud. The boy was close on his heels, swearing and slipping. A well-traveled trail opening onto the left, and the old man had disappeared into the forest and up a steep, loose, rocky climb. The kid was pretty good and was staying close. Others might have given up at the sight of the big climb. The man breathed deeply, filling his lungs, willing his heart to push blood down to soothe the burning in his thighs. Three more stilted strides pushed him over the crest, and he shook out his arms, unfolding his lanky frame for the long descent along the ridge. He could hear the kid about twenty-five meters back now, struggling up the loose slope. He relaxed his form and balanced his body against the downhill with long, quick strides. Through a cedar thicket and back onto the river's bank, he pushed hard now for the shed. He rounded a corner and reached for where he knew it would be. The kid was breathing hard and he came into view. He looked quite surprised, eyes wide in his dirty face as the old man settled his breathing and released the bolt of the crossbow. It struck the boy cleanly in the chest. The boy staggered a couple more steps with his momentum and fell. 
with that surprised look of unbelief still on his face. The old man scratched his scraggly beard and considered the kid laying on the ground, blowing bubbles of blood around the corners of his mouth. It wouldn't be long now. The old man hated to do it. He was supposed to save lives, not take them. But in this new world, after the apocalypse, the rules were different. It was every man for himself. Even so, something old and familiar felt sick inside of him. It was obvious to him that the kid was sent ahead to infiltrate his camp and catch him off guard. He saw it coming. It was his gift and his curse to be able to read people and see around the corners to what was probably going to happen next. He wasn't always right, but he was right often enough, and he had learned to trust his instincts. The kid had stopped breathing, had gone to meet his ancestors. He had been added to the great pile of bones that was humanity's legacy. What did the old man care? Why should he mourn one more death on top of the millions that had recently been rubbed out of existence? But still, it bothered him. Sure, it was him or the kid, but... What was so special about him, one old man surviving in the apocalypse? What did even matter? One more day? One more week? In the great chaotic calculus of the universe, maybe that kid deserved life more than the old man. Maybe he just snuffed out a future leader, the great savior who would rebuild this wreck of a world. The old man shook himself out of his thoughts. It was done. He wandered back into the shed he'd been squatting in and saw the old medals hanging on the wall, some sort of race medals achieved by the previous resident. The old man had a box full of similar medals somewhere in a forgotten lifetime. The old man considered it for a moment. He took a medal from the hook, stooped and hung it on the boy's neck. He put his hand on the boy's forehead and uttered a swift prayer to their ancestors. He asked for forgiveness. He dragged the body to the river's edge and rolled it into the swiftly flowing stream. After the Apocalypse is written and produced by Chris Russell. That's me. The show is narrated by Robert Weinheimer. The intro and outro music is by Bobby Quinn. Make sure to subscribe and please tell your friends. This show can only survive the apocalypse with your help. And be a good survivor and spread the word for us. Go on to your favorite podcast service and write a review. Like us. And one of the best ways to directly support the show is through our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash after the apocalypse. And links to everything that I've just said can be found in the episode and show notes. And you can find out more about our show at our website, afterthepocalypse.me. So until next week, thank you for listening and keep surviving. Imagine 
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.